The House and Senate are both in recess and will not return until September 9th. On the border security immigration front, on Monday morning of last week, the Trump administration released the final version of a rule that will make it easier for the government to ensure that immigrants seeking to enter and stay in the United States, either temporarily or permanently, are self-sufficient and do not depend on the government for social welfare programs like food stamps, housing assistance, and Medicaid. The rule was officially released on Wednesday and will go into effect 60 days later. Quote, for over a century, the public charge ground of inadmissibility has been part of our nation's immigration laws. President Trump has delivered on his promise to the American people to enforce longstanding immigration law by defining the public charge inadmissibility ground that has been on the books for years, said USCIS Acting Director Ken Cuccinelli. Quote, throughout our history, self-sufficiency has been a core tenet of the American dream. Self-reliance, industriousness, and perseverance laid the foundation of our nation and have defined generations of hardworking immigrants seeking opportunity in the United States ever since. Through the enforcement of the public charge inadmissibility law, we will promote these longstanding ideals and immigrant success, end quote. According to the statement from the Department of Homeland Security, quote, DHS has revised the definition of public charge to incorporate consideration of more kinds of public benefits received, which the department believes will better ensure that applicants subject to the public charge and admissibility ground are self-sufficient. The rule defines the term public charge to mean an individual who receives one or more designated public benefits for more than 12 months in the aggregate within any 36-month period, such that, for instance, receipt of two benefits in one month counts as two months. The rule further defines the term public benefit to include any cash benefits for income maintenance, supplemental security income, SSI, temporary assistance to needy families, TANF, supplemental nutritional assistance program, SNAP, most forms of Medicaid, and certain housing programs. The regulation also excludes from the public benefits definition public benefits received by individuals who are serving in active duty or in the ready reserve component of the U.S. Armed Forces and their spouses and children, public benefits received by certain international adoptees and children acquiring U.S. citizenship, Medicaid for aliens under 21 and pregnant women, Medicaid for school-based services, including services provided under the Individuals with Disabilities Education Act, and Medicaid benefits for emergency medical services, end quote. Not surprisingly, California sued the Trump administration on Friday to block the imposition of this new rule. California was joined by Pennsylvania, Oregon, and the District of Columbia in this complaint. The suit asserts that the new rule unfairly targets what it calls marginalized populations, such as children, students, individuals with disabilities, older adults, and low-wage working families, end quote. The Friday lawsuit filed, uh, followed the filing of a different lawsuit by 13 states. That lawsuit asserts that the new rules would add unlawful barriers to legal immigration, violating the Equal Protection Clause of the Fifth Amendment to the Constitution. To the Clinton emails story, again, you remember last year when we got all worked up about what appeared to be evidence that someone, including possibly a foreign actor, including possibly a hostile foreign actor, seemed to have found a way to insert code into Hillary Clinton's private email server so that every email that crossed her server was copied 
and sent to this foreign actor. And we got even more worked up when former FBI agent Peter Strzok was revealed to have been told about this so-called anomaly, but was decidedly aloof when he was given this information by officials of the intelligence community, Inspector General. Well, there's good news and bad news. The good news is it turns out it wasn't a foreign actor at all. In fact, it turns out it was Hillary Clinton's own IT consultant at Platte River Networks, the company she hired to manage her email server. Paul Combetta, the IT consultant, created what he called a dummy Gmail account, carterheavyindustries at gmail.com, and then inserted code in the server so that every email that crossed the server would be copied and forwarded to that email address. Why? To serve as an archive. And why was Strzok aloof when he was presented with evidence that someone had set up a system to forward Clinton emails to another server? It appears it's because he already knew it, and he knew it wasn't a hostile foreign actor that had set up the code's insertion to forward emails. He knew that it was Clinton's own IT consultant who had done that. The information comes from a memo that was sent to Senators Chuck Grassley and Ron Johnson, chairman of the Senate Finance Committee and the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee, respectively, by the majority staff of the two committees, reporting on their investigation of the DOJ's and FBI's handling of the Clinton email investigation. You'll find a link to the 105-page report in the suggested reading. Now for the bad news. The bad news is that we still don't know much about that so-called dummy Gmail account. We don't know if it was secured. We don't know if it was hacked. We don't know if anyone else had access to it. So while the Finance, Homeland Security, and Governmental Affairs Committee joint investigation was helpful in determining that the inserted code was not hidden there by Chinese intelligence services and was not auto-forwarding all of Hillary Clinton's emails to Chinese intelligence, it has left unanswered at least as many questions as it has answered. Now to the Russia hoax. On Tuesday, Greg Jarrett, author of The Russia Hoax, published a new op-ed piece at Fox News entitled, Comey's FBI was running a secret counterintelligence operation against Trump, new docs show. Writes Jarrett, quote, Newly obtained documents confirm that James Comey's FBI was running a secret and corrupt counterintelligence operation against the Trump campaign in the summer of 2016 and repeatedly deceiving the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court thereafter in order to wiretap a Trump campaign associate. The disclosure was the result of a federal lawsuit and a year of litigation despite efforts by FBI Director Ray, note, FBI Director Ray, Comey's replacement, Despite efforts by FBI Director Ray to obstruct, a federal court issued an order that forces the FBI and Department of Justice to produce the records, known as 302 reports. They are a summary of interviews FBI agents conducted with Bruce Orr, a top DOJ official. These 302s show that the FBI and DOJ were warned repeatedly by Orr that ex-British spy Christopher Steele was virulently biased against the target of their investigation, Trump. End quote. I've included a link to the Jarrett piece in this week's suggested reading. And that's our Washington report for this week.